What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. As a self-proclaimed student of success, as someone who tries to study successful people to extract some principles from that I could borrow, I've noticed the pattern that it usually circles around the basics. Advanced people never don't do the basics. It's not even that they just don't do the basics. Their success seems so far away from us because just doing the basics for the majority of people is extremely difficult. And not only do they not do them, they do them so consistently that just the idea of doing those basics is so difficult for us. And yes, when I say the basics, I mean simple but not easy things like getting your sleep right, diet right, exercise regularly, and have daily purpose towards something. One thing that this list of basics leads to is focus, which facilitates success. And when most of these things are dialed right, the nature of someone can unfold and shift from potential to reality. It gives someone who meets minimum requirements the basic possible chance and shot at actualizing their capacity. The one thing that this focus allows the most in the nature of someone who is bound for success is that they get to live out their obsessions. They get to possess what they obsess about when they just actualize their capacity by at least doing the basics. Now, what gets someone who is leaking their potential to someone who patches those holes and harnesses it is all hinged upon the standards they are willing to tolerate. Success equals ingrained intolerance. It is an obsession with growth, an allergy to atrophy, a distaste and an aversion to shrinking, to wasting, to withering, to declining in any fashion. A person of success is so intolerant to what can deteriorate their advancement that they apply all might and reason to everything, including the basics and beyond, so that nothing can deny them their shot at victory. Because success is not guaranteed, struggle is, but at least getting these things right gives you a shot at success, at victory. To be intolerant means to have a bias, a dogmatic, sometimes fanatic outlook against anything that deters you from your pursuit. This is the level of fervor, of passion that it takes to respect your self-imposed rules to execute on the basics on a daily basis. It's what it takes for you to keep your eye on the prize, or it easily can slip into mediocre execution and lowered standards. And then the gap between your capacity and your current reality widens, and you feel even more frustration to acquire the very objects of your desire that you are keeping away from yourself from your lack of consistent output. But being obsessed does not mean you expect success on your timeline. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be patient either. The saying, everything comes to he who waits, is incomplete. It's everything comes to he who hustles while he waits. That's a more complete version of that statement. Nothing is coming as a fruit of your patience unless you sow the seed of it and nurture it daily. 
but still progress unfolds on its own frame of time and development. You cannot rush the building of muscle. This is where most of us fail on the basics because we push on things with intensity and try to force them to fit into our timelines and get frustrated when that doesn't happen. And any time required outside that initial expectation tends to be less passionate, less obsessed, and less consistent. We get bored because we base our pursuits off of the excitement from rewards. And naturally, in the law of diminishing returns, when the frequency of rewards becomes further and fewer between, the very thing our entire effort was hinged upon, excitement from rewards, falls apart and we fall off course. What separates people is what they hinge their effort and pursuit on and how they behave, what manifests of them when that wall of diminishing return hits. Those that hinged continual effort on what fades or declines, like rewards, will find that their effort will decelerate with it. And those that properly hinge their efforts on the contribution of just one more day towards their overarching goal will find renewed energy and reward in just the showing up for the process of it for another day. Just putting their quarter in the bank for that day. That is what allows you to expand your time horizon while bringing first day energy every day by knowing that every deposit of that quarter means something. And others get frustrated and quit fast without that first day energy. In the gym, there are people who expect to look like someone else within a month of effort. It took you more than a month to get to your current predicament, your current skill set, your current development of each of your facilities. And it is unreasonable to expect to achieve what might have taken someone else years to achieve with your one month of effort, no matter how hard you are efforting. Progress has its own timetable. But you still have to show up every day. That doesn't mean be patient and sit on the couch. Because progress requires the daily input for it to work towards its timetable. I myself will delay expectation and spend 90 days or a full three months with slight tweaks in strategy or form or tweaks, tips, cues, or tactics just to contribute to the gap that may have been left underworked from prior training. In a quite literal example, if I have been working for the past three months with the bench at 30 degrees, with the way that my bench is, I can see the three holes visible where I clip it in. I will spend the next 90 days with the bench at 45 degrees with four of those holes visible at a slightly higher incline just to round out and fill in the possible weaknesses that I may have not addressed with prior training. And again, that means silencing my ego, simmering my expectations, picking up lighter weights than I could do with the, the angle I was used to, and progressing back towards a balanced strength at all angles, slowly progressing back towards that balance. It's all about time horizon because I trust in my ability to stick to any activity I choose because I tolerate no less than the standard, I can view my life in seasons as opposed to short burst vacation experiences. I can program for a year 
instead of having to have unrealistic expectations in a month. If you are competing with someone and they have a longer time horizon than you because they trust in their ability to see it through the daily slow and boring but contributing effort. If you're competing with someone who trusts in themselves to see their weaknesses, to plan and program to make up for them, who sees themselves sticking with the slow and steady path forward, and you are competing with them with your haphazard, intense, in short bursts effort, who do you think is going to win? Especially in the long run. Maybe you start out strong from the gate. But who do you think will touch that finish line first, if at all? That is a level of obsession that can only be realized by managing the basics so you can build that trust with yourself. If you let emotions, if you let the daily whim of happenstance, the discouragement from inevitable failure, injury or setbacks, again, if you fail to manage the basics, how will your obsessions ever become your possessions? You have to get angry. You got to get angry and expect no less from yourself. You have to say to yourself, I am this. I will be this. I am obsessed with becoming this. I am this already. You have to tell yourself that often. You have to believe it. Your daily actions have to manifest that belief. You have to be downright allergic. Short on breath, face swollen, throat closing, asphyxiating level of sensitivity to anything that deters you from your goals, from what you call success. Only then can you apply all your efforts until you strain your potential till it cries and begs for mercy. Until then, you are all horsepower and no gallop. I love you, family. See you in the next show. Stay true.